You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. We're masking. I hope you like masking too. Everybody. Rock your body. Everybody. Rock your body right. Backstreet's back. All right. Tonight. Thunder Talk. Put the microphone near your mouth. If your mic's down there, it's not close enough. So, Dragon Con, we're doing it right now. We're here. We are. I mean, deep in the heart. Deep in the bowels of the intestines of Dragon Con. Actually, were you guys paying attention to that on Dragon Con TV when I was... Uh, waiting for the discovery panel to start today and they had Dragon Con TV up you know one of the little notifications came up where somebody said that the connection of all the buildings is like the intestines of Dragon Con <laughs> and of course you know it makes you think of the human centipede yeah. Uh, yeah. It, well, it didn't make me think of the human centipede until you mentioned it. But the uh, belly of the whale. Hey, man, come join the human centipede, everybody. DragonCon <laughs> yeah, 2022. Come, yeah. Come get in it. So let's see. Being at the Hyatt, we're at one of the ends of the three host hotels. Are we in the back or the front? I think uh, we're in the middle. I oh, no, would say I would right. say we're at the front since we're at the top of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Downhill. Yeah. Cool. Back. It's all downhill from here except the <laughs> except the Weston. My feet can attest. Oh, yo, the Weston. The Weston is like our, our cousin. Don't even those, exist. those are our yeah. cousins. Yeah. Satellites. The yeah. Moon, yeah. Yeah. As far they, as we're they, concerned. Uh, That's yeah. no moon. I mean, we did make it to the Weston for for a panel but yes yeah. weston is like the person putting the human centipede together and the sheridan is the detective that tries yeah. to we're the district one yeah. i mean you have to go district you yeah. have to go to the sheridan to get to come to the con to get, if, to get if you want your badge you have to go there yeah. so everybody goes to the sheridan every time at least once to at give least you perspective once. to give you perspective on how good right. you have it here so it is uh sunday i know it's flown by i don't want to beat any of you up either so i think yeah, this has been a pretty I mean, good con yeah it's, it's sure at least one of you wants to slap you want to be that's, I, that's I, fine I, well that's that's a daily issue yes, that's daily just thing, like though. that's not hey, a drag Dan, just you know part of the contract yeah, yeah right absolutely mm-hmm. right thunder talk motherfuckers <laughs> so let's break it down let's go back uh let's rewind to thursday i'm sorry everybody that's uh that's sexy Thor calling uh, <laughs> right now. Se- se- sexy Thor with, uh, with with breaking news. What's up, sexy? You're on the mic. I'm currently in front of the elevators at the International Tower of the Hyatt. All right, I'm coming to get you. Coming to get you. All right, everybody, uh, keep recording. I'll be back. <laughs> that is Dragon Con. That, that's me Dragon Con. They're like, hey, so we're at the elevators. Come pick me up right now. You know, not everybody's staying in the same hotel. Now everybody, you know, so you have to send somebody down with the key to get you know them up the elevator. So I mean, that's just a normal 
con experience right there. So now we're just all waiting for Dan to leave yeah, the now, room now, so we can yeah. talk real <laughs> but, shit on him. Damn it, Dan. Hurry up. Well, hey there, party people. Day one, Dragon Con. We are in line getting badges. We are here with Mark, Diane, Anthony. How are y'all doing this morning? Great. Doing wonderful. Yeah, doing really good. I'm glad the line moved faster than I expected. You know, yeah, it seems to do that. That seems to be a thing because... Uh, once again, we walked all the way around the building, <laughs> and we could have just gone to the right. Get sort a of quick sweat in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get our. So this is the second year in a row that we've walked all around the building. I think it's starting to become a tradition. You know, like uh, what is it? The Hangover movies. You know, sometimes when you have a movie sequel, they will do the same gag that you saw in this in the yeah, movie before, right. and I, and I kind of feel that's what this is. You know, Dragon Con walk around the building, you know, gag scene, part yeah, two. Yeah, right. And next year we'll be doing it again, probably. Yeah. And, and next year we'll say, we're not going to do the walk around the building thing. And then, <laughs> then we do it anyway. And we end up walking around the building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, are you over there? No, I'm over here. Oh, miscommunication. Walk around the building. Yeah. Yeah. So, Diane, what are you looking forward to seeing here at Dragon Con? Oh, definitely. Lou Gossett Jr. There you go. He's my favorite whoop, whoop. of all time. Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine. Yeah. Damn, good for you. Yeah, he was That's fun. a rad movie. Yeah, really. Rad I watch movie. it every year. It's so good. Yeah? Like, do you, okay, when you watch it every year, do you have like a fixed, like a holiday date? or it just? No, just in general. Just okay, all right. Because I was going to say, like, if you're honoring the day, then you must be the biggest enemy mine fan in the world. They should just sign the rights over to you. At Absolutely, this point. I was his fan way before when he did uh, Lazarus Syndrome. I watched every episode of oh, that. There you go. Very cool. If it was, it was before its time. But if it was now, it would run for years and years. It only ran in six episodes last when it first came out. Ahead of its time. Yeah. Right. Anthony, Enemy Mine. Remember that movie? Enemy Mine. That's that's one of the primary beginning sci-fi movies. I mean, come on. It's the special effects. Yeah. The, um, the singing kid. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the movie as a kid in the theater. Uh, I appreciated it more as I got older. Uh, as a kid, it was a bit of a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, it was a great movie. Luce Gossett Jr., yeah. Uh yeah. See, my mind goes to Iron Eagle. Oh, for really? For <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We will leave that right there. Mark, what uh, <laughs> what are you uh, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to us doing a um, a Best Saturdays of Our Lives panel. Yeah. And hanging out with all of my friends at DragonCon. That's the right. only reason I come. I mean, a lot of people here are. I have friends here that are doing panels. Maybe I'll get to see them, maybe I won't, but my number one goal is to hang out with my good friends. Boom, there it is. That's right, yep. he wrote Best Saturday of Our Lives. That's the best book. Yes, I know at least one person wants to buy your book. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay, so, Okay. Yeah. I was telling Diane I was gonna bring some books down anyway. Cool. And they're back. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Join us, friends. Get in bed with him. Go. Get in bed. Share the bed. up, guys, and share the bed. Welcome to the con. Yeah. Welcome, Adam. It stays here. <laughs> it comes here, stays here. Welcome to Dan's bed. Yeah. <laughs> the new segment. Sexy Dan's Thor is now bed. in the house. Sexy Thor, how's your Dragon Con going? 
pretty great. Just got back from venturing outside the bubble. What? <laughs> how dare you? I want to tell him how uh, you bruised my rib. I'm in terrible pain. I tried to pop his back, and, you know, I have the strength of a god, so <laughs> I just <laughs> destroyed his rib. Dan- Not as guardians. Dan's yeah, wimpy right. little ribs couldn't yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's holding the side because oh, I made him laugh. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that's true, though. That's true. You know, we uh, we started on Wednesday. We showed up the night before, and there was one event, the Welcome Back Party. Uh, not a ton of people there compared to prior years. Mm-hmm. It was all at the, uh, the Marriott. And... You know, I'm going to say that there were a lot of people reuniting, having fun, and I think that was the that's the theme. It's the welcome home yeah. party. Yeah, you've For been sure. here multiple years. There's definitely people who are regulars that see each other once a year or more. Yeah, and you know, at first, Anthony and I and our good friend Scott, shout out Scott, who drove us here, we, you, we walked around, and you know, for a while, we were like, well, we want to be a part of the greater whole. We're looking to dive in on a conversation, get to meet people. Wednesday night are the diehards, and it was when we realized, wait a minute, we're already hanging out with the our welcome home. I haven't seen you, exactly, Anthony, in years. Yes, yep. <laughs> and we were just like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to be trying to get in on someone else's conversation tonight. We're here to talk to each other. So the welcome home party Wednesday night, Wednesday's the new Thursday, by the way. So <laughs> if you want a chance to, uh, if you want to go on to the, the double Patreon, if you want to hit the Admiral level of uh thunder talk patreon and get a private uh lap dance from dan on wednesday at dragon cons <laughs> just go ahead and uh smash that like button below go ahead and subscribe or or you could actually pay to never have that happen oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it could be either way for $20 you know? more you can pay for it not to it's happen. like the game yeah. you pay for the exciting adventure and one day dan shows up so yeah watch give out us- what you watch ask for Give us money and we won't traumatize you. <laughs> that's a that's a that's not a threat. It's a promise. Well, and a threat. And, and a racket. And a racket. Yeah. Right. Wheatley, who is your favorite author right now? Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. I probably gonna take the comic book writers right now. Uh, I, I'm okay. You, you can you can name one comic book <laughs> author, but I want long form, actual you know book. You know, God, it feels like a cheat, but I've been rereading the Dune series by Frank Herbert. Oh, that is so cheap. No, but no. Hey, <laughs> the first three books are great. And then after that, I'm just like, uh, I like God, I like God Emperor as well because that, that granted, he, people argue that's where he make, he makes his main argument about what the whole series is about. Heretics, <laughs> and it's got through that, and like, okay, this is a little weird here, Frank. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he does. I mean, and he's trying to make like parallels to actual religion currently and, and stuff like that. And, and it is interesting whenever writers use like. They're writing to speak about current political events and their observations or feelings about religion and society in general. So I, I could usually stand it for uh, the first two books. And, you know, compared to Brandon Sanderson, you know, his first three is half of one book. <laughs> so, you know, I I was able to read through them pretty quickly. It did help that I had... St- seen the movie dune 
I think both different types of dunes, right? The the original and then like the sci-fi channels oh, yeah, make the, the mini series. Yeah, the like mini series. I, I think I'd seen that too um, before I read the book. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm a really big fan of what Scott Snyder's been doing lately in the comic books in general. He used to be on Batman, and now he's working on this uh, series called Noctera, which is like a post-apocalyptic world where the sun's gone out for Oof. for strange reasons. Man, and the thing I, is, that sounds horrible. Yeah, right? and, it, and it's not like the, the the sun went out; it's like the light, the Earth has been blocked out. Oh, okay. And the thing is, though, if you get enveloped in pitch black darkness on the Earth now, you turn to these creatures called shades. All hmm. like all living things turn to creatures called shades, and about them trying to figure out a way to bring the light back, and that's really cool. That's interesting. And 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 who was the author again? That's a Scott Snyder and uh, Tony Daniels. Tony Daniels is the artist on it. Really cool art. Because the main villain is this character called Blacktop Bill. Okay. And he has he had his skin infused where he looks literally pitch black. So the shades oh, can't shit. see him. But there's a rumor that before the light was went out, he was a serial killer. Oh! Yeah, and, but apparently they figured, well, this guy, it's an experimental procedure. We'll just give it to him because he's, he's supposed to be executed anyway. Instead, he's like the one guy who can walk around the planet and not be hard by the shades. Oh, but he's going to go. He wants to kill everybody. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. So like, oops, we messed up with <laughs> but, yeah. but artistically, he looks cool because he literally, like everyone else looks like a normal drawn human. He just looks like a black human outline, just solid black, the way they draw him. And it's just, it's just creepy looking. Yeah, that sounds really incredible. Um, so Beth just got done reading a series that is super popular. Um, wh- what is it? Uh, it's on Netflix right now. Oh, Shadow and Bone. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, so we watched the show and then I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to read the book and see how the book is. Because I'm the type of person that I like watching the movie or watching the show and then also reading the book unless I just like don't enjoy the movie or the show enough like occasionally I'll be like hey I don't need to read the book but I like kind of comparing and contrasting but I also have the ability to appreciate the two mediums as different things and some people have a harder time with that and I'm just kind of like yeah they're they're not the same and sure sometimes there are things that are in the books that I wish were in the, you know, TV show or the movie or whatever. Sometimes I I don't love some of the changes that are made or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, like some changes are going to be made. Some things do not translate well. Sorry, Riker's trying to jump on me. <laughs> not only that, it's like, you know, when you go from like, say, a graphic novel to an actual manga or... or to an anime or something like that. You go from manga to anime or a book to film, live action. Uh, some things are just, you have a different type of st- st- storytelling because one is visual, one is narrative based, you know. And, and so the things that would appeal to that media change, right? So obviously, like when you're reading manga and then all of a sudden, uh, you're watching the anime. Of course, they're going to focus on some of the fights and not necessarily the relationships and conversations that happen between the characters. And this also happens with books and um, film. You know, like all of a sudden you, you lose some of that minutia. You lose some of those conversations between the characters that really helped give you context and develop the story. But... It's not visually pleasing. You know, like, do you want to spend 
of a two and a half hour movie, you know, an hour and 30 minutes, like just listening to them talk back and forth. So, hey. Well, and a lot of books take place from someone's perspective and there are a lot of things that go on in their head and they have to find ways to show you that because you can't like see inside a character's brain. That's true. But so there's, there's a show that we just started watching on another fucking streaming service called Apple. Apple plus. (laughs) So, uh, this is a completely different genre. It's called physical and. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's actually really well done, but so much of the dialogue is actually internal. It's her own internal dialogue where she's criticizing herself. Because she's it, dealing with disordered eating. Yes. But there, there are some ways in which you can kind of show that. Well, you're not showing it, but, you know, you can you can give that to the the audience. You know, mm. like you can sh- they can experience the internal dialogue. Um, not all shows do a good job with that um but it, it's pretty well done in that one so we just got the apple plus and so we're, we're we've been we binge watched uh not all of it but we're current on physical there mm-hmm. are, there's there's a couple other shows coming out soon um that we'd like to see there's this one with uh gosh what is his name who pe- who played um Khaleesi's husband Carl Drogo. <laughs> Cal Drogo. Cal- oh, yeah. uh, You're talking about uh, uh, C. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. We, we haven't seen it yet. It's on the list and it's something that seems very different. The world of the future. Um, it's post-apocalyptic. People could no longer, you know, no longer have sight. And of course a baby is born with the and they figure out pretty quickly that this baby has sight twin babies what twin babies twin babies twin <laughs> two babies oh two babies yes. so that's on the list and we're i don't know if the filming's already complete you know whenever their release schedule cuz you know we're just like most people now we do a lot of binging you know we, we a sunday we're like, oh, man, you know, because like, well, hell, we will get off here. We're going to go grab some dinner or I'll make it. And then we will like get four episodes deep into something pretty quick. So, oh, yeah, it's so easy. And, and you know, it, it, so there was this thing called or I've heard about it's called The Last Blockbuster. Right. Didn't they do a Netflix thing where they yeah, were, it was uh, a documentary? And, and, and the whole argument is that the way the the way we like to consume media has drastically changed where we went from we wanted to see a film 120 minutes to two and a half hours right we want that was our preferred method to now we we want the whole thing we we, we want you know eight 12 episodes uh, you know of hour-long episodes we we want that extra additional context and and feel like, you know we, we want to be immersed in the world longer and we and, and i th- and, and me personally i think the storytelling is better when it's long form now i used to believe that work because uh until when disney plus came out and you know they drop episodes weekly instead of dropping mm-hmm. it all at once even though they've admitted yeah everything's already shot we could drop it all at once if we wanted to 
And it's I find it more digestible. I can just watch an episode a week. It's because uh, if I see a new show drops and it's all thirteen episodes, like oh, I gotta block out time for that because I'm not gonna be able to watch one. <laughs> yeah, you're like thirteen hours. That's like uh, yeah. a whole day. But then when the, like one ha- one forty minute episode of Loki drops, like oh, I could watch this real quick. Do you remember that guy that used to? Uh... Oh, it was a commercial. It was an interstitial between you know during commercial breaks. And it was this really weird shape, almost like cheese man. And he was telling you to like, you know, dairy products are good for you kids. And he would sing, he would would end by singing uh, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. (sighs) Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Like I thought I hit my head and imagined that. And in other news, how about we listen to something from our sponsors? Welcome to Dr. Geek's laboratory. Dr. Geek here with another reminder that the ESO network is pro-science and pro-vaccine. We urge you to be a superhero and protect yourself, your family, and your fellow geeks around the world. Don't be fooled by the forces of evil and their anti-science misinformation campaign. Consult the latest CDC guidelines, your doctor, and get the COVID vaccine today. The next evolutionary leap in the Thunderverse has arrived. The Ring of Thunder is a whole week's wrestling in a half hour. What? The Ring of Thunder is a whole week's wrestling in a half hour. What? Every show. What? 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 You come up around here wetting in sexy Thor's yard like he's anything but the hammer swinging, burrito eating, mic blazing, marking out but never tapping out Lord of Thunder, like you would do anything but sit down, open your ears, and take in the Ring of Thunder wherever you find your podcast like you would find any other podcast in the Thunderverse or the ESO network. Uh, Anthony and I, we had a pretty easy easy time in line with Mark. We were probably in and out 25 odd minutes. Well, what time did you guys line Uh, up? We lined up 10 a.m. It wasn't a nightmare. Yeah, now, but our badge pickup line story is not everyone's badge pickup line story. No, we had a completely different experience for badge uh, pickup. Let's hear about that. Just under two hours. It was was like an hour and 50 minutes. And of course, it wrapped the line started wrapped. Well, it wrapped around the built wrapped around the Sheridan, and up the hill, and then up towards across the, the street, up the hill. Yes, and then around started wrap around that and building. It started wrap around that building. So if you went to the con and you know where the arcade is, that was like the offsite arcade. Right. That's where our line started, and then we went down the hill, <laughs> around the Sheridan, and then when you actually got to like the entrance they split us off into two different lines right and so we get inside the sheridan and it's like oh yay we're gonna be in inside yeah, an air I conditioning mean, like, yes it's and it's gonna go really fast it's gonna be great because look how fast you know it, it took and us a while and then once we got in the building that's it was worse it really just <laughs> see that's, that's where our path changed because we got in the building it was nice they had the air conditioning was working no well I think at that point, because the doors had been open for so long, because we got in, Mm -hmm. you know, like the evening, our plane landed at like 345 Atlanta time in the afternoon. So the door was open and then it was just a crush of people. And also the room that we got funneled into for the actual badge pickup, because obviously they had two different rooms since they split us into two different lines. The room that we were in had a low ceiling and we're like all packed in there and it was just humid AF. An oven it, it, well, of it, people. the ceiling yeah. was low. 
The ceiling so was very low in there. All that, all that human thermal heat was just yes. bouncing. Yes. Right Everybody back was a 90 something degree right. heater, right. and we were so all stacked on top of each other. So we're, it was, we're used to being funneled into a room with a high ceiling and actually, like, you know, feeling like there was airflow and movement. So we're assuming that's where the other line funneled to, but our line went to a a room with a low ceiling that wasn't as big so yeah it was it was hot in there and humid uh, no there there were people like of course i'm on the dragon con reddit and like yeah. that had been in line for four hours kind of thing Ooh, and, never... and, and this was i mean it was pretty intense i mean eventually we got up to the front of the line mm-hmm. they you know they checked our uh our vaccine status well, the good thing that I learned is I had no phone reception and being a procrastinator at the last moment, I was trying to get my badge pulled up Ooh, on my phone. Mistake. Oh, no. So I was stressing in a line. So it made my line go by faster as I'm on Dan's phone who got reception trying to access my Gmail account and all that fun stuff, as everybody knows. But once I got up there, it was a simple process. Of doing, oh, what's your name? Okay, here's your badge. So that was a, that was a relief. Oh. I was going to have to go all the way around again. We heard that one of the problems with the lines was people were getting in line, waiting in line, getting to the front, and then not having proof of their vaccination or their COVID uh, test. So they would have so to leave. So they were, yeah, so they have to leave and get in line again. So that was a big part of the line issues this year. Because in the past, I mean, we've waited in line before, but never this bad when we've come in on friday those times we were able to just like walk right up and get our badge and then when we came in 2019 and we came in on thursday we still had to wait in line but it was pretty like swiftly flowing but of course there was no like covid that we had to worry Mm -hmm. about at that time but you know, there were less people here this year, but there were also less volunteers. Yes, yes. and that was one of the big things, right? So makes day, a huge difference. The day that we came in, and we you know we flew in, so there's several people that are volunteers. They they show up in the same at the same time. Everybody flies in on Thursday or Friday, and you know, so I believe one one of the issues was you know since we were here on Thursday we flew in we got in the afternoon there were several people that I knew were volunteers were in that same line and so they hadn't even gotten their volunteer badges or anything and then so they weren't even ready to help right then so yeah but I don't think volunteers would be in the same line with the are rest they, of are us they plebs. not I wouldn't think so well there that's okay well. And we all had a COVID I expectations. I wouldn't think so, but I don't know. Or, or well, they they just didn't have as many volunteers up there. They did not of. have as many Agreed. volunteers yeah. this year. It seemed like there was a minimal, even in in the lines. And I'm I'm being the newbie. It was hard. They were managing a lot of cats. Hurting a lot of cats is not a fun experience. So, yeah, no. There's usually more volunteers, and I'm sure because of COVID, yeah, was a big reason why there weren't as many volunteers as usual because we, we didn't have as many line directors right yeah you know yeah so all these big panels you know you'd have one person here but yeah. you didn't have the really big direction yeah normally them, they, have, them, they have they you have know, a, like a, a whole system it, there, there, there was a lot less of the system in place yeah. I mean, arguably one of the biggest lines discovery had one person I mean, and she was a saint, you know, she had the patience and she was cool mm-hmm. and we talked to her for a little bit and she was happy and cheerful and not a bad line director, but she had to deal with the entire room full. I don't know what that room packs, but she had a handful. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, even yeah. at reduced capacity, that room holds a lot of people. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds of people can that room yeah. hold. Yeah, because what, just ballparking it, would you say like 30 people would be like in one row across, across the room and then... Oh, so many well, rows back. At, so many rows back. Maybe at, at least. Yeah. Even. I, I mean, I would, yeah. Let's just let's just say that there's in the three sections, right? So it's really kind of like the middle and the two sides. Yeah. So the two sides were easily ten people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. per and row. Then the, and, and then, then the, the middle, middle, I would even say longer. was yes. So it was more. You can 10. fit a ton of people in that room. Yes, and, and that was with spacing. So how was your badge pickup? Uh, took like. An hour and 15 minutes. Oh, you got the middle ground. Yeah. So. Yeah. I had to think for a second because I was just like, wait, that was four yeah, days, that days, was days ago. That was days ago. I don't even understand. That was, that was last month, right? Down to hours, yeah. Yeah, that was like a whole other universe. Okay, so Dragon Con, we need to do better on our lines. Um, right now, well, no, it, it's Lord, not necessarily that though, they right? had less volunteers. Yeah, that, 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 we that, were, that, we that were talking about that while yeah, you were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had less volunteers, so so we understand that the struggle is real. This is a very unique year, a unique con. I think the badge pickup uh, was one of the examples of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other than that, though, I think things have run relatively smoothly, at least from what we could see. Or at least With what the, we participated in. Uh, yeah, what we, well, mm-hmm. participated in, but also, I mean, you see things as you walk around. So if there was a, a shit show that you walked past, you would have noticed. So, yeah. We did one. We did what? walk by a shit show. Oh, right, shit show alert. Yeah, right after, <laughs> right after badge pickup, we're, you know, like, here we are, we're fresh. Actually, I wasn't super fresh because the Peach Tree Elevator, if you know anything about the MARTA in Georgia, the elevator, or oh, the, the escalator, escalator, the escalator down. was down. And this Peach thing is, Tree MARTA exit. Yeah, so this thing is like three flights, you know, like three stories oh, high. it's so and it's, long. It's, very steep. And we walked up the whole thing. Processing power and the entrance at the top for half of it is like is like a fog. Yes. You know, like Zelda isn't able to load that far in advance graphically. Insane. And so we 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 jogged up up the whole thing. Yeah. We took the whole thing and by not even one. out of wind, not even breath, nothing. It was perfect. Day one, you, your cardio was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was. Even... You know, I'm pretty sure my heartbeat hit like 2:45. Like I was close <laughs> to stroking out. But that was that was not Dragon Con's fault. Dragon no. Con, Dragon Con cannot be held responsible for the actions of Marta. <laughs> but what shit show did we okay, see? Okay, so. We get done out of the line, and we immediately, you know, right after we had gotten our badges, we're, we're, I don't know, we're 10 minutes into the convention, walking along the street, let's go meet up with our friends, let's see where everybody's at, and we run into, like, a whole bunch of princesses, and one of the princesses is laying on the ground. Oh, no. It was was Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Poor Bubbles was puking. Vomiting everywhere, and I'm like... Dude, th- what, what day is it? It's just this started. Is Thursday. Like, Luckily, she <laughs> pace yourself. Blossom and Bubbles were there, and another friend, and like friend was like patting the back. But that also, I mean, it was 
it was related to con activity, but that was not on the con. No, no. But I just thought it was hilarious. I mean, that was a pure shit show. I felt really bad. And then know. we saw a guy throwing up outside the uh, variance ball. Oh, we did that night. Ball. You know, Thursday yes, night. on the carpet, like right there. And then you get and all then these people surrounding him, him a, just like a bag. Someone brought him a bag. You know, actually, to speak to the uh, quality of our volunteers, the man was sitting in a chair near in between the entrance and exit. Mm-hmm. He could have been, if this were a bar, if this were planet Earth, they would have physically <laughs> lifted him up and thrown him off the property. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, you fall in a bar, yeah. even in the bathroom. If they know that you've upchucked at a bar, you're fucking gone. No, well, and, and there was Here, an EMT right next to him. There was, so. an yeah. EMT, there was an EMT. The volunteers were bringing him water. They were bringing him... Uh, somebody had a barf bag. A volunteer pulled yeah. out a proper. And I don't mean like this is. Well, a bag she that got it from the EMT. Yeah. Oh, okay. The okay. EMT, like he had on like a whole like waste pack that had like different pouches on it, and he pulled it out of a pouch. Uh, pouch and then he had more in his pouch. I saw him like zipping his pouch up, and she was very kindly like you know patting the guy's back. The volunteer was right. being so sweet to this poor guy. Yeah, yeah, they could have. They could have 86 his ass, and instead, DragonCon was there for him. The guy, yeah. the guy went a little too hard. <laughs> a little but, too hard to DragonCon, but DragonCon is forgiving. DragonCon is your friend. DragonCon well, after dark, I saw I multiple people, people that were questionable in a bar would have been escorted away, but <laughs> were either being assisted or allowed to maintain themselves as long as they were standing and functional. But yeah, yeah right. definitely a lot of questionable safe place. DragonCon activities. DragonCon is a safe place. Very safe. Very place. safe. You, you, yes. can, you can... Let your freak flag fly, and right. and you're in an inclusive environment. So, you know, try to keep some of your shit together, oh, <laughs> so mean, you yeah, don't become yeah. a liability. Yeah. I mean, civilization but there, people, there's somebody on. there to catch you if yeah. you fall a little bit. But Perfect. also, you always have to remember the con is a marathon; it's not a sprint. Yes, and yeah. sprinting mm-hmm. can maybe mess up your con a little bit, and maybe you'll miss that panel that you wanted to see. It's like. So, you know, it's Thursday. Yeah. At that point in time, it's Thursday. it's Thursday. It's like you got Friday, you got Saturday, you got Sunday, maybe you got Monday too. So, like, you know, throttle back, save some stamina. Yeah, it's it is a nice long marathon of a con, but that's part of what we love. <laughs> And then, of course, the next day, so Friday, Friday, I mean, bottom of the screen is like Friday. Yeah, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) And and then, so, I mean, we go, I mean, Friday and Saturday are Uh, our main hard. Full core press. Full Full core press. I mean, we're going to walk. We're going to try to see as much as we possibly can. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be limping. Yeah, your feet will hurt. Of every, you know, those I've reversed two days. my diabetes. <laughs> I've never been in this this good of shape in my life. But then he re-reversed it. <laughs> hey, I had a big the negative breakfast. zone. Well, it's it's good to blow by blow, play by play. Friday, sexy, sexy. What? Uh, how did your Friday begin? Um, good question. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So we know how your Friday ended. Good question. Yeah. Bad answer. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, we, Mark and I had our panel on Friday. Yes, we yes. Were, and Stripe we were track. all there to support. Yes. yes. Yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you. And, and we even had a, a fan in the, um, an audience member out there sticking up for Dan because nobody knows so who, awesome. who we are. That you know, so we all got 
you know, masks on, and we're there to support our friends. All the other thunder assholes were like, fuck <laughs> we this guy. We really need to dress as peasants. Like, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, we really, really need to dress as peasants. Yeah. Have dirt on our faces and throw tomatoes and cabbage at them. Yes. No, I wanted I wanted to dress up like in Game of Thrones and have a, a bell and be like shame, <laughs> shame. So but, told stranger was like, dude, you guys come on. Yeah, I mean, like oh, I got your back, dude. And I got we your just, back, dude. You know, and of course she has no idea who we are. You know, uh, her no, like, yeah, like, yeah, no, that was the best. It, it was, was the best. It was good. No, was, a uh, special shout out to our friend Wheatley, friend of the show Wheatley. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Wheatley shows up, and of course we've met with Wheatley many times online. We've we've seen his face on Zoom, but we hadn't met him in person. And Wheatley comes in. <laughs> sits down behind Kavika and I, and he's in full like Spider-Man noir costume. So his face is covered. We don't know it's him. He sits down behind Kavika. He leans over and he goes, hey, is this the Carl Urban panel? <laughs> <laughs> I turn around and I mean, I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 So. Hi- highlight of the day. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. Mark, Mark, uh, Mark had to get uh, had to bounce from the con, but he sends his love. We're gonna get some audio. Well, we had some audio with him in line, didn't we? Yes, yeah. Yes, we did. So okay, cool. Uh, we felt good about our panel. Panel was good. It was uh, how Star Trek the animated series influenced all kinds of other Trek afterwards. And I said to the panel, I'm gonna say it now. Without animated Trek, there'd be no more Trek. Uh, I, Trek Trek would have ended with some kind of. Some kind of blinding primary color, very akin to the original Batman series kind of space show from the 60s, and that would be all we would know of Star Trek. At, at least the cartoon or the animated series uh, propelled the story forward, and they had to snag on parts. You know, the movies, you know, took very we took you literal everywhere. Clips. I mean, yeah, yeah. Our, our little yep. panel like made all those connections. Yes. It was yeah, it was like... fun. It was fun to do. It was fun to do. That's uh, Mark's been uh, doing that panel for, for decades and beginning of this year for a few events prior and certainly Dragon Con, a- apexing with Dragon Con. Uh, yeah, he invited me on it. It's been, uh, as a Trek fan, as a diehard, it really has opened my eyes to just how deep the the trek web goes speaking of trek the trek web we we met some other friends and we came back we we relaxed you know uh we we got him we had a room party we had a straight up fucking <laughs> proper we had a dragon con second to none room party yeah. going on they had Friday marvel and uh it had Star everything trek. yeah we were there yeah. oh it had everything everybody it had everything that you would need foreign and domestic uh, this was a good party. Yeah, yeah some, and it was our, good. Our friends from Starlog Pod came back, and uh, we got to throw around some double deep Trek knowledge. Yes, Trek knowledge it, like, after dark. Yes, we know, we were going real deep, deal deep into the paint. Like oh, that's yeah. all. That's all. It was pure nerd talk. Right, that's right. Three Fan- pointer after three <laughs> pointer after fucking three pointer. <laughs> Fan yeah. talk all all the way through. Yep. And then after that, you know, like. If we, and we kind of got the vibe going, and then we went to the K-pop dance party for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, tell us about the, the dance party. So, Ben oh. and Kabika, you guys go. Uh, well, we went to the Variant Ball on Thursday. Yeah, we did. That was and good. that was a good time. That was good. We, 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 we kind of briefly mentioned that yeah. on Friday night we went to the K-pop dance party because I do enjoy K-pop and the mm-hmm. music videos that they do are great. K-pop yeah. music videos are fun to yeah, watch. They're, they're like our video, they're like American Western videos, but 
20 years ago with more money and better effects. Yeah, they're so Which is produced. better than Western videos from 20 years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, by far. Yeah. They're really fun to watch. So it was like, it was like, oh, this is so close to being perfect. No, we had a good time. It, you, know, we, you know, we danced ourselves clean and we got done with that. And then we went back to the hotel. We got on the Marta and went back and. Had some sleepy sleeps. Had, had some sleeps and uh, started it all over all again. All over again on Saturday. <laughs> it, it's a really fast spike to Saturday. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of a slow ease off. You know, the yeah, kind of thing. Definitely more people. There was a lot. Oh man, more people. It was, and it felt more like normal Dragon Con, especially that night. It Nuts was, to butts, host hotel to host hotel. You know, uh, to Hyatt, Marriott, Hilton. That's Dragon Con. One giant crowd. Yeah. One giant Moving, crowd. Undulating. Yeah. The human centipede. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a panel to get to. Well, I, you know, so and it's like I think it's gonna be eight minutes to get there. No, it's gonna be twenty minutes to get there. <laughs> hey, traffic, you know, you LA traffic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, five miles away, an hour away. It, it did feel like Dragon Con. I mean, any experienced Dragon Con attendee w- would still notice the that wasn't at its normal amount. But yeah. it, it, it was still packed, though. It like, was one of those things where it's like you'd be in one space. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is normal Dragon Con. And then you would like go to a different floor and then you'd be like, oh, wait, now I see the difference. Yeah. But I don't know. On um, Saturday, we did a whole bunch of stuff. I we mean, did. We, we did the most on Saturday oh, of all the days. Gosh. I mean, my I must have done 22,000 steps. OK, let me just put that in perspective, people. You go ahead and look at your your step counter. That's like over nine miles you know i did over nine miles and went dancing in sandals yeah just no non-stop and i mean you learn the value of shoes here that's for <laughs> sure even with a pair of tennis shoes with the pad the little feet sole pads yeah my feet my dog are hurting I was doing you a favor and I was checking the Dragon Con guest list, but I don't see Brandon Sanderson. Wasn't he there uh, two years ago? Brandon Sanderson was? He, he would definitely be a so. guest at Dragon Con at one time. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure that he was there um, when we were there in 19. Um, I, w- I would love to go up to him again, but I just hope that his increased popularity won't have given him a big head like fucking Carl Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban. The Carl Urban effect. Hopefully he's not affected yeah. by that. Is that from the success of his own series or the fact he finished Wheel of Time? Oh, I, I feel like... Maybe a I, combination. A combination, yeah. but... Yeah, I enjoy... Well, is it called like the Stormlight Chronicles? Yes. Yeah, but I enjoy those. You, even though they come in like giant 1,000 page tomes every time you get them. You get why it takes them so long to write them, but... <laughs> Brandon Sanderson is my Carl Urban. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, not exactly, but, but like kind of. Kavika loves Brandon Sanderson and she likes to listen to his audiobooks in the car on road trips and I'm just I'm, like wow. snooze fast. And because he creates a tapestry of words and it is 
beautiful and elaborate, and I enjoy no. the minutia. No. It, no. You know, just because you can't no. uh, appreciate no. uh, great works of art, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, babe. Okay. <laughs> No, half the time I'm angry because nothing is happening, and the other half of the time I'm angry because why are you talking about this? It doesn't matter. Like, get to the point, bro. It's a tapestry. It's a thread in a tapestry. It's providing additional context, right? I graciously decline. (laughs) Yeah, I do think he could probably cut it down a little bit when he gets to like over a thousand pages, but I'm like, yeah, he, still you enjoy know, it. yes. I mean, he does. I mean, he studied at the altar of Robert Jordan. I have said this time and time again, and I will say it until my dying day. When your experiences encompass people like that, that I. I can't count how many times that I wanted to punch Robert Jordan in the face because he would said, like, Nene pulls her braid. Like, that line in the Wheel of Time series happens, shit, I would say a thousand times, right? (laughs) Once a chapter, and you're just like, okay, I get it. The character has this tick. But I don't necessarily need to know every single time that this bitch is frustrated and pulls on her braid. Like <laughs> it was just, it was a little much. Well, maybe he'll take after him when he'll end up dying before he can finish his series. And oh Jesus, that would be horrible. <laughs> then who the fuck would finish the series? There's nobody that I think is comparable to that right now. Well, who's his uh, who's his young mentor? He's tutoring now. Well, so he has like he also teaches. A class, right? Yeah. He he teaches um, at a college at, as a you know a, a professor, an adjunct of some type, uh, teaching like professional writing and stuff. So I'm sure that he's come across the next future Stephen King, Brandon Sanders. You know, like he he's probably had them in his class, and you know it'll be interesting. Did you ever wonder why there are 24 hour kid networks? In my book, The Best Saturdays of Our Lives, I write about how Saturday morning became a competitive business and the proving ground for what would become the 24-hour kid network. My book covers the Big Bang of the 1960s explosion of high ratings to the early digital age of Saturday morning's last hurrah, the 1990s. You can purchase my book by going to thebestsaturdaysofourlives.com and I will ship you a signed copy. Kid and I have flown from one side of the galaxy to the other. We've been listening to a lot of strange podcasts, but the monster sci-fi show stands above the rest. Isn't that right, Grogu? I still hate that name. The Monster Sci-Fi Show is part of the ESO Network. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. You know, my feet didn't bleed this year. Huh. I brought, I brought, like, <laughs> I brought, like, bathroom surgery kit look last year okay mark and i we went walking all over atlanta we got way the fuck out of the dragon con zone and i was wearing shit shoes double shit shoes and so yeah i had some problems last year i destroyed my feet so i brought everything needed to perform real questionable bathroom surgery yeah you could super glue it i was like full on triage (laughs) shit like like you know when you don't have insurance so you go to the pet store 
to get uh, the pills, fish the antibiotics, or fin rot. No, which at the yeah. same time, it's, it's, it's I know exactly actually, what that feels like. Yeah. Actually, no. You'd be surprised how close uh, biologically fin rot and strep throat are. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, my feet are fine. I'm doing good. The little I got, I got my steps in. I got below. some shoes. I think I probably dropped. This uh, has been proven wrong. <laughs> I dropped a few. I, I dropped a few lbs since then. Uh, like I hate to brag, but this is the the, the fittest and most like uh, this is the healthiest con Dragon Con I've ever had. <laughs> the most, the most, Dan is the most unhealthiest, healthiest uh, point yeah. he's been in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, you know? man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And he still found a way to hurt himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so Adam. Tell him. Uh, tell him why you fucking bruised my rib. Like, what were your motives? Why you felt like attacking me like that? Um, because I drank more than I did two years ago, but I was smarter about it. So it was just nothing but boss moves there. And you just happen to be on the business end of that. Yeah, no, you're right. Adam, you, uh, <laughs> last time you were all about the, the con you, they should have had you on there. They should have given you a free ticket. They should have had you on their brochure. The way that you were hitting all of the panels last year, you were like the model con goer. Yeah. Just put me like right on that banner on Peachtree street. Yeah. Fucking hell. I want to see that shit. Hey, you know, I'd I'd, 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 pray the rosary in front of that. Uh, this year, you totally cut loose, and yeah, did did some drinking, did some partying. You and I caught the football uh, last night. Uh, that's for our, our other podcast, uh, Thunder Talk Ball, or ro- Roller Talk, or Thunder. Ro- Thunder. That, that's also when your rib exploded. Yeah, and your fucking team beat my team, so fuck you. We'll save that for uh, Ring of Thunder. How's that? Ring of Thunder Ball. Yeah, there you go. What, what all did we do on Saturday? We did the most on Saturday. I mean, we did the we most. Went I don't, to... I don't know one thing we did. Dis- Discovery. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, we should start at the beginning, right? Oh, yeah, well, the beginning is a well, good place while, to start. While it. Dan was sleeping, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, there were a lot of things that we did. Hey, man, like I'm saying, dude, healthiest con. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were at breakfast at our hotel, we came in oh, and yeah. the, the place was full and there were no tables and there was a, a guy sitting alone. And so we were like, hey, can we sit with you? And then just then the, the couple at the table next to him was like, oh, well, we're leaving. So we're like, OK, cool. But we saw that he was also going to the con. So we struck up a conversation with him and he's like, yeah, my dad's an author. He's about to have a panel at the con. So we went to his dad's panel. So his dad is the author, uh, Terry Mancor. And the name of the panel was characters running amok. And it was a really fun panel with different authors talking about like when you're writing a character and your intention is for them to do something. But then the personality of the character is like, no, no, I'm going to do this or Hmm. a character that you thought was a side character becomes more of a main character and maybe needs their own book or their own series or their own novella. Mm -hmm. So it was a fun panel. It it was really cool. And it, and Terry's an author of uh, like the spell spellmonger series. Right. Uh, He's also done some star Trek uh, writing, you know, so it was really cool to meet him. I mean, Terry, Terry Terry Mancor. Mancor. Okay. Yeah. So really nice guy, took a photo, you know. Yeah, and then after that. That's my favorite con story, if, if you don't mind. Oh, no. Spending some time with that. We, we may as well turn the goddamn mic off right now. That's such a dragon con story right there. I fucking oh, love totally. it. Oh, totally. I love it. Here's another con goer just eating a meal by himself. You two of you are by yourselves. 
Let's strike. Let's meet because that's what it's all about, man. Friends meeting, meeting new folks, and then you see the panel. Then you speak to the author. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just you 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 have no idea, right? You you just you're just talking to a guy, and just like hmm. I, you know, I ran ran into another interesting person during the Garrett panel. Garrett Wong, but we panel. Get to, we'll, we'll, get we'll get to that in a second. So after that panel, we went to the Steve Jackson Munchkin panel, and another like. Dragon Con thing happened. We're in line, we're waiting, and then they're like, okay, guys, and our line starts moving and we're walking. And this short guy walks up next to me with this big, like, foam axe in his hand. And my first thought is, like, well, who's this guy? Is he going to cut the line? And then I look over at him and he has a name tag on. And it's Steve Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, and so I'm like, the man, the myth, the legend. And he's kind of like, huh? and Kavika notices because yeah. I said that. And then we grabbed a quick selfie with him before yeah. the panel. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so like cool. we, we, so cool. we stepped out of line to grab the selfie. Everybody's packing in. And so we actually got worse seats because we decided to strike up, strike up a, a conversation. Yeah. 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 We almost the didn't get a seat. Hang out with because you were yeah. hanging yes. out with the person whose panel it was. Yes. Dragon Con. Dragon Con. There you go. Dragon Con. So that was that was a fun panel. And of course, like, I don't know if you guys have ever played Munchkin, but Munchkin's mm-hmm. like a fun card game. So the people that were in there were all fans and Munchkin's kind of all about shenanigans. So mm-hmm. there was just this vibe in the air of like, he he, shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Random card. Yes. And of course, like we did it smart too. Like, so during that panel. We we send in our uh, A team to go and grab us a spot in the discovery, discovery line. line. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, your your yeah. away team. Yeah, Ad- Admiral uh, Admiral Bethway and uh, and Captain <laughs> Captain Kawika uh, sent uh, sent a bunch of red shirts to go post up around the block down the street, probably another zip code line for discovery. That's hyperbole. It looked worse than it was. It wasn't. It, it, yeah. yeah, it wasn't that bad. I, mean, we actually, I was surprised how close to the front we were. It was were. an hour and a half. Really it was. Close. It was damn near an hour and a half on our part. Uh, what, like fifteen minutes on your part? Uh, <laughs> Maybe twenty. A little more a than little that. A little bit more, mm-hmm. but you know, because we they, raced they, over when our panel ended. We were definitely like, hoofing did it. all the you know most of the work. We spoke with the volunteers in line and we said, "Look, we're not trying to hold or let people cut. We met the all star. We have two other people." volunteer there that's nominated right who there. are uh uh wrapping up their panel stuff and she was like dude we're human beings we have to eat we have to use the restroom and <laughs> we want everyone to be safe and sanitary yeah you know we don't want germs spreading around so there is that extra time that extra precaution okay you've told me that you, there are two people coming and she used uh, on the clicker because you know they're clicking off how many yeah. people are in this line you know so officially and you know they were very accommodating this year when it came to a lot of the protocols and stuff for Dragon Con, knowing yes, absolutely. Do you recall that that, that volunteer's name by chance? Oh yeah, I do. I'm gonna send a nice. Uh, yeah, she was the all star. She was yeah, great. She was. The, she went by Optimus. She was. Rad. Was she the one that was in the stitch shirt and she had her hair in the little buns? No, no, no? okay. She was rad too. She was rad too. Yeah, and I'm she gonna... was rad because mm-hmm. I, I saw her a couple of times, but I didn't see because of course. Because we weren't there. I didn't see the <laughs> person you were talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Optimist. So, yes. Optimist. Again, volunteers, uh, very cool, very accommodating this year. And everyone else in line was cool with it, too. Nobody was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, you can't be holding a line for people. That I probably... don't know. When you're messing with that many Thunder Talkers, <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Panel itself. 
Oh, the panel was great. I I mean, like we had like Anthony Rapp. Mm-hmm. We had um, Sonequa Martin Green. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and you spoke with her a couple of times. We had uh, yeah. Mary Mary Wiseman and her husband uh, Noah Averbach Katz. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but that, it was a really that's great her panel. husband. Like they they just you know they had a lot to say and you know we got insight into their methodology and how how they you know like act you know like pulling pulling screen information and then their interpretations of things mark commented that and what he fucking what mark really loved was how sonequa martin green like she's the lead act actor Mm -hmm. of the show but she also professionally leads the cast Mm -hmm. and sets the tone Mm -hmm. off camera like you know when anthony rapp when he's delivering his lines when it's camera a anthony rapp Sonequa Martin Green doesn't even have to be in her in in her trailer. She could be at home. That could be mm-hmm. done, you know, in post two weeks later. But goddamn no! Even though Sonequa Martin Green is not on screen, even though she's not technically cashing a dollar bill that moment, she is standing right in front of Anthony Rapp. So Anthony Rapp can get fully into character yeah. and continue that conversation. They stitch that shit together weeks, months apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so Anthony Rapp's performance can be as honest as it can be. She will be there on set she's not even on the call list she's on set in order to play off those actors setting the tone uh, you know and that really reminds me of a lot of uh, patrick stewart and what we hear from next generation uh, eventually how he once he was able to relax <laughs> yeah <laughs> the first season he was pretty he was a pretty tense guy yeah but afterwards when he surrendered to the uh, uh the, the, the culture and the, the environment the environment yeah. yeah he became the leader he wasn't just the captain you know, everyone could look up to him, and that was that was very cool. Undeniably, that there's chemistry in that cast. That's that's one thing I got from that panel is that there was a chemistry. They're friends. They're they're not only friends; they're coworkers, and they all want each other to excel. And that's definitely. Comp- and you don't get that was, with every Star Trek cast. That's yeah, not a given. Yeah. When you hear some of the stories, no. Next Generation and Deep Space Nine are the only two shows where they go out of their way to say we became personal friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are nothing but other kinds of stories from all the other shows when it comes to the interpersonal relationships of the cast. Well, all I can say is you guys all missed out by not making a point to go to the discovery panel again today like I did. Oh. <laughs> the alternate timeline <laughs> discovery you, panel. You, you, yes. Well, we you missed out. We did. Do you want me do you want me to just talk about it now since we're talking about okay, discovery panels? Yeah, dude. Okay. So they talked about how, like, they've played D and D together oh, on sure? their own time. Yeah, <laughs> like they've panel. they've they've played D and D together. Like, yeah, they they do things outside together. There was something else I was going to say, but I I can't remember. But it was like related to the cast and how they're a family and how you know they're all you know have become close and. And that really it really translates on the screen. It does. Oh, it, 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 I, it, I mean, totally it definitely does. Yeah. That wasn't our last panel. Discovery wasn't our last panel. No, day. no. After Discovery, we went down to the Walk of Fame. In terms of Saturday. On terms of Saturday. On Saturday. Okay. okay. And yeah. then so right. we, yeah. that, that's whenever we uh, spoke to Anthony Rapp. Yes. Again, like, wasn't it the second time we spoke? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because I went back and talked oh, to him yeah, by that's myself. Right. You went back. But we went up. Because he didn't have a line, and we're like, great, and he was standing right there, and we went up and talked to him, and Anthony Rapp, total sweetheart, nicest right. dude. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Super yeah. great. 
we talked to him and then uh, we went up and I talked to Mary Wiseman and then, you know, we just kind of went around like, you know, when you go to the Walk of Fame, it's like hit or miss because people have photo ops and panels. Yes, everybody's on have, their own they, schedule. They got shit to do. So they were really, well, we did go over and talk to Garrett Wong. Yep. Too. We, we hey, how's, Garrett. Uh, how's Garrett doing? He's doing great. And then, of course, uh, that, as he always does, he says, hey, what you know, make sure you come to the next panel. Oh, yeah. And that was, was our, our next panel. That was our next panel. His panel was in the same room that Mark and I's panel yeah. was in, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, the same room. Fucking A, dude. Garrett Wong, bad at cleanup for Mark and I. <laughs> Thanks. He, he filled the seats. <laughs> he filled the yeah. seats for us. He filled yeah. the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we really actually, he runs the... The yeah, track. He's, track. The, he's the track, track he even, director. He even Mark told and I that need story. to send him a send him a thank you card. Yeah, because th- ultimately he would have been a part of that decision. Yeah, you guys so. should should get the Dragon Con TV pass so you can watch that because he told the story of how he became the director of the Trek Interesting. track. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Cool. And yeah. I mean, one of the largest takeaways. <laughs> The, the power of Delancey. The power of Delancey. I don't know. I mean, do you how, how much do you want to get into Delancey? I say we. Stuff? I just say we leave it there. Yes, the the man, people, leave, if leave, you, leave. yeah, the power of Delancey. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, you need to get Dragon Con TV and you need to watch the the panel. Yeah, or you need to just go up and talk to Garrett. Or talk to Garrett Wong. <laughs> ask him about the power ask, of Delancey. Yes, ask him about the power of Delancey. And then we have today. Well, no, we went oh, to the Spectrum party last oh, night. Oh, we went to the Spectrum party. I forget. I mean, like, and we, you know, danced ourselves clean. You know, we. So uh, Spectrum party is like twenty-one. Yeah, you had to show. You, to you had to show your badge and like a ID to prove your age to get in. But it was worth it. it yes, we thought it was music. the best dance yes. that we went and, to. And, I mean, like, and everybody was in a great mood. Everybody's like super supportive of everybody. They had the longest line, that's for sure. I walked up to it and I <laughs> it was like, "It didn't when we went in." I yeah, I know. No. I, went and, up and I mean, I was like, it's oh, got no. some great house music, you know. And it was also nice because there were like chairs around the sides too, so we were able to go like sit down for a little bit, sit out a song or two, go dance some more. So that was nice. Not not all the dances had that. Yeah, it, it, they definitely put it out in DragonCon this year, from what I could tell, seeing that. There was chairs, there was water, there was help desk, there was everything that there needed to make sure everybody was safe. I mean, I know there's a degree of safety and, and reading some of the Dragon Con Reddit posts of hearing some of the stories. It, it was a very safe environment, as safe as it could be with, other, with what, 30,000 of the people in proximity. Yeah. yeah, and the people that put it on, of course, and the volunteers, they care about people getting hydrated and not getting yeah. sick. There are, you know, water stations when you go into the panels, there are some outside the panels. So they they want the people to make it through the entire marathon. They're great about that. They're great about that. Uh, just give the scene right now. Everyone's up in our room uh, here at the Hyatt Hotel. Uh, the five of us are sitting around. Well, five of us are sitting around. Uh, your your sexy god, sexy Thor, is all just fucking laying back like this is like like Kevin Bacon, in <laughs> uh, some kind of some kind of teen movie right now. Oh, is he is he the Carl Urban of this episode? He's totally yeah, Carl Urban. He's, this cool. guy is just too cool for school. Uh, but I know in terms of our temporal plane of existence, see, he's not even like sitting up to hit the microphone. I'm leaning back right now. 
Like this is John and Yoko's fucking love-in party. So tell us about tell us about your Saturday, dude. Well, it started out with getting breakfast, going to the Diamond Dallas Page panel, and then yeah, after that, I just kind of fizzled out on the paneling up because Friday I went to the Walking Dead and Supernatural panels, and I was watching the Shazam panel on. We got to keep talking. We're taking a uh, selfie, dude. But you have to keep talking while we're talk. taking a selfie. And my hair is thinning anyway, so let me do some shit with that real quick, and we'll do another one. But anyway, yeah. so Walking Dead, Supernatural. Yep, I watched the Shazam panel on Dragon Con TV in my room. Yeah? Yeah, but yeah, after the DDP panel on Saturday, I pretty much just fizzled out and just started doing stuff. You know, you, me, Anthony, and Mark went to go looking for lunch from somewhere that will actually Ooh, give us lunch. That's a new oh adventure. My God. Oh, yeah, I the, heard all about cool. that adventure. The Mark Wahlberger review. That's what we need. If you want to, we're, I'm not going to say negative or positive. I'm not going to say negative or positive personally. But if you want to see something, go on to Google, look up Mark Wahlberg in Atlanta, and see the reviews from Dragon Con. And that will tell the story that we had so we don't disparage them on the cast because that's a bad idea. <laughs> You're going to get yelled right out of business. So, so, <laughs> so it's the Supernatural panel. Yeah, they had their mom on there. And Lucifer. <laughs> oh, and Lucifer. Okay, cool. And then Walking Dead, that's still walking around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for one more season. Mm-hmm. One more God, season. it's been on forever. It's like The Simpsons. It just won't die. No, well, it's undead. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm dumb. I know. And you can't literally shoot a TV show in the head because it doesn't have a head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's getting a little esoteric there, dude. Uh, so Walking Dead panel, What's what was that all about? It's about Walking Dead. What do you think it was? Who was there? <laughs> it was about zombies. No, like who was there and shit, you schmuck? Um, the was priest. their mom there? <laughs> <laughs> it was the priest, a new character, a character that died like five seasons ago. And shit, who is the fourth one? Oh, and the guy who's like also plays Red Skull that's not Hugo Weaving. Oh, the guy that took over uh, Red Skull. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for Endgame and probably others. Oh, Infinity War and What If. And so pretty much, yeah, that's his. Got it. That's cool. That's cool. Let's get into the gaming aspect. Uh, yeah. Um, tell us about the gaming track. Uh, so on Sunday, I mean, gaming's, pre- well, it's prevalent all the days. Um, but we had had so many panels that we'd really focused on the last few days that, mm-hmm. you know, it was the only day that I was like, Hey, maybe I could go do this kind of thing. I mean, we had already seen the vendors, um, which whenever like we, t- we took Anthony to the vendors for the first time. And of course it took us like four hours to get, yeah. we were yeah. in there a long time <laughs> checking everything Much browsing out. Was done. Real me. quick. How was the line getting in? <laughs> the line was <laughs> Well, I mean, it, once, once it started moving fast, uh, I mean, it was a long line, but only because it was just about to open. It had, mm-hmm. it had like, so. just opened, or we got there just before it opened, maybe, mm-hmm. and we got in line. But, yeah, the line started moving, and it just kept going, so we didn't have to, like, stop and start and stand around and wait. I mean, we stopped and started, like, a teeny bit, but yeah. not for long, and then we got right in, and once we got in... It definitely felt like old time Dragon Con because there were, you know, a bunch of people excited to to buy some stuff and yeah, right. we bought some, see the vendors. Yeah, we bought some nerd stuff and yep. we, we bought some of our n- non 
nerdy friends who are just getting into 5e their first set of dice yep um, oh very chess cool. x is here um just a taste and yeah because like and after that we went and bought some art at the art vendors yeah we went to the to the art that show was a, and... that was a few days ago it was so long ago i've it i mean feels like just, a week ago <laughs> right? it was like yeah. a long time like a ago, ago. Uh, but today we really focused on you know, I went and did some gaming, and then while I was doing gaming, she went back to the discovery panel. Mm-hmm. I played mm-hmm. this um, crazy uh, Vietnam era game called Charlie Company. It's like this infantry action in, in Vietnam, so it's like 1965 19, to 1972 right. era, and it's an older game. You know, it was made in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, the uh, apex of those like RPG slash yeah. board game crossover. Yes, I mean right. it was made by like John Reeves and Greg Novak with like Kurt Hammerswitz or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was you know really like I wouldn't say D six game because you did have like d10s and d4s and stuff but it was you a reason very... to have a dice bag yes mm-hmm. but it was yeah. a real tabletop game where you know you had to have your you know your measuring tape and yeah, yeah. and, and right. all that kind of stuff but i i did that for a few hours and she went and back and talked to anthony rap again <laughs> yeah i went back oh, cool. to the i i went back to the walk of fame and i talked to anthony rap again and i talked to mary wiseman again and that's when she went back to discovery and then i went back to the discovery panel because honestly like those two actors were the people that i wanted to see the most and especially mary wiseman because like i just relate to tilly so much i've never seen a character on tv or a movie that's reminded me so much of myself. And so I really relate to that character. And you've never seen a character like her before in a sci-fi show. Someone who is kind of like, you know, a tad bit more upbeat and maybe gets excited and rambles sometimes and mm-hmm. is anxious, but it's like, I'm going to do the job. I have to do the job, but like I am very anxious about this because and I even brought this up I like went and asked a question because you're used to seeing sci-fi shows and especially Star Trek where the characters are written kind of like military first personality second and insecurity fucking almost, yeah, almost well, none and when you do rarely. see that vulnerability and that insecurity it's usually like two people by themselves talking right. in a room or maybe or maybe three exactly yeah, exactly and one of the things they said because i got up and asked i was like hey i've watched star trek through the years i've noticed that there's more vulnerability in this show compared to the mm-hmm. past shows and you know what i was just saying about the characters were written military first i was like is the vulnerability something that was like on the page or something that as you guys played the character as actors came more into the show. And of course they said, they kind of said that it was some of both, you know, some of each that there definitely was more vulnerability to start with, but they feel like it probably like seeing them probably brought more out of that in the writing. There's something else I was going to say on this, but I lost it. If I could (laughs) jump in and say, did they also say, holy shit, ma'am, what's your name? Beth Allo. Uh, holy <laughs> shit, Beth Allo. That's the best goddamn question we've heard at any convention ever. That's a great question. 
No, they did not say that. Oh, uh, well, they should. But, <laughs> I, but after uh, I had spoken to Mary Wiseman yesterday, and then I spoke to her again today before the panel. And so like when I got up and asked my question, because I knew what I wanted to ask and I was ready. And when they're like questions, people like jumped up and got in line like right away. But it was cute because like I asked my question and then Anthony Rapp, he started talking. And then, of course, like she came in and she started talking and she's like, well, because you see yourself in the characters. And it's like, I just had a conversation <laughs> with her about that, you know, seeing myself in the character and relating to the character. So that was kind of cute. I was like, oh, I feel like she's kind of cheering me on. But I mean, the fact that you could go to a panel is OK. So here's here's the perspective, everybody. Go to a place. You're a fan of something. You have conversations with people you see on the TV, and then you have it twice. You did it twice. You had personal encounters with people that you watch, and that's that's awesome. Who does that? Doesn't happen. That's just it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I even told her when I went and spoke with her at the Walk of Fame, I was like, "You are like the person here that I was most excited to see. You are the person that I wanted to meet." And I was like, "If we weren't in COVID times, like I'd be getting the selfie <laughs> and the whole thing." But unfortunately, like I was like, "You're just gonna have to come back." It was definitely like, a very emotional. Well, okay, panel. for you, Beth, I'll be here next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not what she said, but <laughs> I'll I bring mean, my own air mattress. Where, where you guys? Where you guys <laughs> staying? Let's room up. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that was it. Hello. Have you ever wondered how much Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster sold Superman's rights to DC for? Or which uh, popular football star was Sam Wilson the Falcon's physical appearance based on? You can find all that and more at the History of Comics podcast, a podcast dedicated to the creators, events, history, and the companies that made the great comic book medium. Hosted and created by your friendly neighborhood, J.T. Wheatley. Please give it a listen at iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, and all our podcasting platforms. Thank you, and go ahead and enjoy yourself a good comic book. What will you do when your child asks? What were Saturday morning cartoons? What were Saturday morning cartoons? What's wrong with you? Or will you handle it the right way? Sit down, baby girl. Let me introduce you to my friend, Mark McRae. Join Dan Clink and I on the Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast as we take a unique behind-the-scenes look at the history and dynamics of animation with plenty of laughs along the way. The Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast is a proud member of the ESO Network. By Sunday, of course, like tomorrow, they're still having the convention, but we're going to be flying out early in the morning. I mean, I feel very fulfilled. I have, you know, it fills your your tank uh, of happiness and getting to see all your friends and just being enveloped by a warm nerd blanket kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I got to see a lot of my buddy. uh, Chris, uh, Mike Holland, shout out. Uh, so many other people I met the last time. Uh, it feels like being home, and it feels like we've been here for a month. Oh. It feels like we just got here. Yeah. Yeah. It's Ta- the time, the time warp. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. It's like, I want to go. It's like, oh no, it's over. And yeah. at the same, you know, at one point, you're like, oh my God, 
I'm I'm done. Like my human body, my mind yeah, is gone. My, my body can't take. At the you. same time, it's like no, I don't want this to end. Yeah. I can't believe we're done. But my feet right over. now says yeah. um, your heart you says to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. feet are like bitch. No, yeah, you need to sit down in a chair. We need to have a long conversation <laughs> when we get back to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's the thing. I, I mean, everything you could spend all. The con doing one thing if you want a game you can literally the, 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 a gentleman i spoke to spent the entire he spends the entire con gaming he games the entire time and that's that's there next fucking year you and i are gonna spend the whole time a one game of battle tech you're bringing, our, you're bringing your oh. fucking battle tech shit yes, and three day battle tech a thon hey they they had we're going like, battle tech boot camp today yeah, they, they, like they, multiple different days and they set they set aside like six hours. Either I'm def- either I'm defeating you, or I'm fucking leaving you in Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> but no, <laughs> they have I'm all games. Fu- either I'm going to finally games, win. Computer games. It, that's like I said. It's is a lot. It's Anthony's not. Anthony's changing the subject. He's trying to sell the product. <laughs> this son of a bitch it, right I'm here. Saving, I'm saving it for later, Dan. We can talk. No. But really, there's there's a lot of they they cater to everybody. There's something here for everybody by far. I yeah. mean, whether it be a party, a dance, the cosplay. I, I, the list goes forever, and that's the one thing I notice is if you are interested in it, there's something here for you. It's not a focused con in that sense. It's a con for all of us to get together, nerd or nerd adjacent. I mean, really, it, you just it, if you like something and you're interested, people here will support you. So I mean, they have the wrestling. They have a whole wrestling Sexy, track. Dude, we have, there's yeah, a whole I mean, bunch, yeah. a whole bunch we haven't talked about yet, dude. Tell us about Dragon Con wrestling. I mean, t- tell us about the yeah. I want to hear about. I mean, don't don't give us the full money shot. Save that for Ring of Thunder. But if you could give yeah, everybody like a, a tease, a teaser. No, I was just about to say when you said yeah, give us a little on Dragon Con wrestling. I'd be like, no, do that for Ring of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> and where do we find Ring of Thunder? At Ring of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck but, yeah. But also. I went to the shops twice during the whole weekend, which is amazing, considering I got in there that fast both times. And the first time, I went to level two, because that's where Plastic Empire was, because that's where Diamond Dallas Page was doing his little autographs and meet and greets and all that. He wasn't in the Walk of Fame. And so I get there later on Saturday. This was maybe a few hours after his one panel and turns out he's not there anymore so it's like bummer and then me and anthony go for a little bit today uh, sunday and i'm just like oh, but you know there's just so much you know i'm either gonna buy all of it or i'm gonna buy none of it <laughs> yeah it's, it's either all a joke or none of it is we had to leave I, I just right? look and it's just right there just mm-hmm. glowing that heavenly glow the fucking Mjolnir toolkit inside. It's the hammer. You open it up. It's got an actual hammer, an earthly hammer. It's got a socket wrench, sockets, a little level beam thing. Pretty much, for the most part, everything I've used at Dave and Buster's. So that would have been handy to have back then. But yeah, so now I've got tools and I've got another hammer. That, that, that's that's awesome uh yeah because anthony we, like we ran into him you know today and he's like oh yeah sexy thor bought another hammer you know like yep. was he does he another have hammer <laughs> why does he need another is he dual wielding these things because like, <laughs> this one has a practical application oh yes. okay see that exactly 
inside the vendors it is easy to be pulled in to spending money. Oh, it's hard if you have any lot. level. You could if you just had a pocket full of cash, you'd be yeah, gone. Your card will be smoking. Just... It's yeah. There's so much cool stuff. It's intoxicating. So I definitely going there twice was was difficult for me. I have a hard time committing to a purchase. But yeah, it's the place to go if you want anything related to any of the stuff we've talked about. I don't know. It almost feels like you do need to go twice, though. <laughs> go once just to look and not buy anything. Unless you unless you absolutely are like, if I do not get this now, it may not be here. But if you can, like, hold back, walk through, because it's like, there are times where it's like, uh, I kind of like this, but... If I see something on the next floor and like it better, I've already spent my, you know, $25 or whatever. So if you can walk through Mm -hmm. and then go back and like get the thing that you really want, especially if you're limited on funds. And just just, there's so many floors. The the fact that you go in, uh, uh, there's so many different stories. I'd love to tell a story about the, the comic book. Of the lady oh, at the comic yeah. book, yeah, no, uh, that's, maybe that's we could—that's a whole other like a segment, really, because that was that was it, it. You get to meet the people building art or the crafting. I mean, I've spoken to multiple different vendors where they were there, and, and a, a, a slight small story. There was a charm bracelet um, booth, and I was talking to the person about NASA stuff, and I was telling her, like, yeah, it'd be cool if we had specifically NASA things. And she gave me her car and I said, you know what? We, we were working on that. Contact me and maybe you can help um, give me input on it. And I was, I mean, right there, who has that? I mean, you can't get direct access to artists and vendors and writers and authors and, and characters from show. I mean, here you can touch things. Mm, maybe you have access <laughs> and, and, and conversations with people that you don't normally have. And it, that's amazing. I mean, that, touch, that creates a universe that you... It just makes the universe that much bigger. Where it's it's attainable. So yeah, you 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 do have our authors, uh, writers, uh, creators, illustrators, uh, mm-hmm. publicists. You 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 have people in all steps of the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. I mean, we obviously have actors, and it's it's a nerdgasm it is so oh, i mean as far as you know like the access and all the things that you, you can possibly see here at dragon con and like i say it's a, it's a convention for fans and the fans put it on and it, it's true i mean there's people here that are trying to, to push their product they're trying to grow their brand and and they deserve it i mean they they're passionate about it and it's it makes you want to support your fellow nerds so i can't yeah come to dragon con really there's something for you dragon con's the best and the plan that beth was proposing with you know go around you know see everything and then come around again and really figure out what you want to buy pretty much just described exactly what i do beginning to end at sc (laughs) comic-con and that's just one convention center Mm -hmm. yeah sc comic-con is going to be having a uh, one day event in november right october 3rd october 3rd yeah we're going to be there eso we're going to have a booth you're going to see sexy and i there uh, come on down for that. So we're coming to the, kind of the close um, of this this con, um, and now all we have left is to look forward to our next convention, yeah. which actually, you know, will be at for another, us personally. For us personally, we'll be at a convention in two weeks. We'll be yep. at Dallas Fan Expo. Dallas Fan Expo, and so we're gonna 
We already have the hotel booked. We're, we're all ready to go. And so we'll be unpacking the bags to wash the clothes and to repack the bags <laughs> to, to go off on another adventure. So that's pretty awesome. And but. this was double this was double dipping for me. I got to meet everybody. And once again, that's almost another segment into itself. But meeting everybody and, and interacting was my favorite part of the con. It was by far... The con was great. Don't get me wrong. Dragon Con. I'm not going to say, but really meeting everybody, interacting, having genuine moments where I could have one-on-one interactions with. It was great. So, yeah. Yeah, that human shit. That human human stuff. The stuff that, yeah. Yeah. Hell, speaking of this con, uh, we get home tomorrow, Monday. Uh, Anthony, you fly out on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Thursday, I'm back in Atlanta because Friday, Mark and I are jumping on a plane out to Anaheim to do PowerCon. Yeah, that's uh, T Man. So, no, no rest for me. Definitely, <laughs> almost, almost feel like a pro doing this at this point. So, yeah, I, I, well, I mean, you find your your thing, you find your tribe. And yeah, our totally. tribe Our tribe is we go to conventions. We go, we we get up in the mix and we see our favorite creators and uh, you know just envelop ourselves in the fandom and. You know, right now it's the golden age of fandoms. I mean, every, mm-hmm. everything's being represented. If there, there's something for everybody. Something for everyone. And sometimes we uh, end up uh, watching a losing college football team, getting our rib cracked, and then sleeping through half the day. <laughs> Can't relate to any of that. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, what? what are you, I, w- I would never turn that? on sports ball <laughs> at a Dragon Ball. Choose does your own that adventure, con. everybody. Choose your own adventure. Sometimes you die on the seventy-second page in two turns. <laughs> Old yeah. reference. Sometimes Sorry. Clemson fucking loses to who? I don't care. Georgia. So, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, man, I am just my heart is full. My feet are tired. Mm. I I could use a great night's sleep, and we have to get up really early tomorrow and catch a plane. So I'm just, I mean, I, I love Dragon Con, and I can't wait to come back. Yep, everybody's coming back. And now that I've seen Mercedes-Benz Stadium up close again and been to the College Football Hall of Fame, I can rest. See, <laughs> some people do sports ball at Dragon Con, okay? That's part of it. That's one of the pillars of Thunder Talk V1, okay? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, V1.0. Find it on YouTube, maybe? You got to dig for that shit. I buried it, dude. The archives. Podbean question mark? Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Anthony, this is your first time. Definitely not going to be your last. No, no. And this is something I intend to to return to. It's great. I mean, it's, it's 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 a vacation from normal in the sense of, you you can walk outside your door if you're in in a hotel that's this close, which I gotta admit that's kind of holding the topic onto itself. But yeah. walking down stores, hopping in an elevator, and sharing it with, on the way down you're going down with Black Panther, and on the way up you're going with the writer of a show. So I mean it's that dynamic of a place. I, I've seen every cosplay imaginable. Um, the diversity is amazing. Seeing every representation of every aspect of a human that exists it's it's amazing so i mean and, and, and everybody's having a good time and everybody's everybody here is i don't want to say nerd as, as it's like a, a descriptive thing but we're all into something and we all can appreciate the fact that we're into something so you know it's come to dragon con beth yes mm-hmm. how, how you doing i'm good i'm a little little tired this con was a little emotional for me but 
I had a great time and I I love Dragon Con. Come to the con. Come to the con. Yeah, I mean, Dragon Con's rad. This was a weird year for media because there was no there were no interviews and yeah. doing person on the street just didn't seem responsible. Even with a boom mic, you'd be rolling up on strangers like, hey, lend us your voice. Given the circumstances with the Delta variant, the protocols, which really were above and beyond, there, there's no legal mandate for vaccine, uh, for proof of vaccination or, or clean recent COVID test. But Dragon Con, for our safety and for the integrity of the event, decided to go that route. I think they pulled it off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I like, feel safe. It, it I felt off. safe. Yeah. I felt yeah. safe yeah. being here. Definitely. So, Dragon Con 2021, you did it. We love yeah. you. You, you, you nailed I, it. I, I'm definitely looking forward to 2022. Oh, Massless yeah. 2022. Please. I mean. Hopefully maskless hopefully, in 2022. You know, like, well, I'm just saying, like, I can't wait to, like, swap punch Vodka punch bowl <laughs> soup with everybody. Yeah, yeah. You can't wait to pass around a jar of, of uh, yes. apple pie yeah. with a bunch of strangers. Yes, yeah, we'll get back to that. We're, 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 we're getting there. And that DragonCon's going to be, if, if they're hitting 100,000 on the weekend in terms of 2019, yeah. everybody. Look, I, I just think we need five other hotels to step up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah. More and open bridges. up their space because next 2022 is going to be bonkers. Yeah, going to be the best con ever. I would say uh, best con yet. They fig- they did it this year. Talk is a production of the Weirdos Workshop, starring Beth Allo, Adam Wedston, Kabika Allo, Mark McRae, Anthony Arbizo, JT Wheatley, and Dan Klink. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ThunderTalkPod. Our email address is ThunderTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud. Juan Antonio Samaranch, the guy that was the head of the IOC for many, many decades, would always end the closing ceremony by saying, regardless of controversy, whether, yeah, this was the best Olympics ever, regardless. Except the fucker didn't say it in 96 for Atlanta, and it caused a lot of controversy. I don't know. Anyway. We love you. We love you. Yeah. We'll we'll catch you on the next go-round. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.